Welcome to the Elevate Your Event podcast, where we talk about how to plan and execute an unforgettable event that will dazzle your guests and generate more income for your organization. From fundraising and securing trendy auction items to event production and logistics, get the best tips and advice from seasoned fundraising and event professionals who have been in your shoes. Okay, welcome back to the Elevate Your Event podcast, where we talk about all the various ways you can make your next fundraising event, or in this case, giving campaign better. All right, so we've got a uh, special audience today. We have pulled Stephanie Mason from the technical booth onto the podcast floor to share all of her wisdom on Giving Tuesday. What right? can I say? I'm a sucker for Giving Tuesday. <laughs> I'm definitely a sucker for hand bids. Yeah. <laughs> She's totally in her comfort zone right now. And so we love to have her on. And then we've also been joined by Elise Druckenmiller, Handbid's uh, client service guru. Okay. And Jeff Porter, CEO of Handbid. And we are here to talk about Giving Tuesday by request. By request, by some of our. Uh, I'd say viewers or listeners, depending on whether you're on YouTube or Spotify or Apple or whatever. But, um, okay, Giving Tuesday, which we were actually joking about. It is actually Tuesday, <laughs> November 28th this year, right? Correct. Right. That's correct. Okay, so we're going to talk about, okay, what in the heck is it? The first thing we also need to figure out is why in the heck is it the Tuesday after Cyber Monday? <laughs> and Black <laughs> Friday. Really? It's after both. And Black Friday. <laughs> yes. But I'm a dude, so I don't leave the house on Friday. I watch football. And I buy everything online on Monday, right? And that's just kind of how I think a lot of guys are wired. Whereas my wife is the one that's walking out the door at 10 p.m. on Thanksgiving to go <laughs> shop all night. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Never figured that one out. <laughs> Why you want to be in a room with all the other people? It's so much fun. It is fun. Um, it is so much fun. <laughs> please. I would have to go through therapy if I did that. Okay, but we're here to talk about Giving Tuesday. So Giving Tuesday, why don't you go ahead and, Stephanie, give us a little bit of a definition, background on it. How did it go last year? Kind on of what spot. Yeah. I know it. Sheesh. She's got her <laughs> fancy, remarkable tablet here. It's not in pink letters like Diana's, you know, no. but it, it will work, I think. Yes, it will work. Okay. All right. So little background, fun facts, things like that about Giving Tuesday. Created in 2012, and it's not just a U.S. thing, which I actually didn't know. It's a global movement for giving. And so if you go to their website, there's like a whole map. They're in like 80 countries. I think 90. 90 countries. I'm just going off your notes right here. <laughs> Elise is here to hold Stephanie accountable for accuracy, which, which is good. Which is my day-to-day -day relationship yeah. with Elise. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great. <laughs> 90 countries. Thank you. You're welcome. But yeah, so I mean, do people actually give? It's, is it really a thing? It sounds like it because last year in the U.S. there were, we've got 35 million adults that participated, which is up, that was up 6% from the previous year. Okay, good. And they gave $3.1 billion. Okay. And, and But it doesn't always have to just be money, right? I mean, I think the whole purpose of Giving Tuesday is to promote generosity. Yeah. Okay. In the United States and around the world. And so it can be donating your time. It could be donating your cash. It could be donating goods. 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 Yeah. Physical mm -hmm. goods. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. think about all those different ways that you can do it. And so as an organization, 
you know, you're thinking to yourself, do we participate in this or not? And there's obviously any time that you can use some sort of national movement as an excuse to communicate with donors, do it. Absolutely. I mean, Thanksgiving. Thank you. Right. It's like, that's why this is so strange. Like I, as our charity, we would always send out like a thank you. We're grateful for you. Right. As a donor. Okay. And then now five days later, we're going to do the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) And ask for more money. (laughs) Uh, We're going to talk about that in a second. But, but anyway, anytime you have the opportunity, excuse, whatever, thank your veterans, you thank the country you live in, you thank your donors, you thank the constituents that you support as a charity, all of those things, right? You're all, we're, we should always remind people that we're grateful for the things that they do for our organizations. Yeah, okay? right. absolutely. We just did one on volunteers. So you should thank your volunteers too. Okay. But, <laughs> But in terms of give, so so you have this opportunity now to participate. They've got the logo. You know, you can throw that out on your social media, and you can go out there. And the, now the question is, is am I going out and asking for money? Yeah. And I think a lot of cases well, that could be true, okay? But I don't want everybody on this podcast to think that that is what you have to do. Correct. Because maybe you just ran your gala last week. Okay, it's going to be weird to then two weeks later say, hey, it's Giving Tuesday. You just gave me $10,000 two weeks ago. Will you give me more money? So you can think about ways to use Giving Tuesdays, just another excuse to do whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So if you haven't run a fundraiser, if you haven't done an ask in a while, it's a great opportunity to do one. Okay? Or if you if you don't have a year-end ask, yep. this could be the catalyst to that. Sure. Yeah. Right. The other thing I really love about Giving Tuesday is bringing your organization beyond just your normal donors who are participating already. I like Giving Tuesday because of the momentum that's been built with it and the hashtag Giving Tuesday. I see it everywhere around this time of year. It increases the visibility of your organization and what you do to people who maybe have not heard of you before. Right. It also can expand your donor base. There's I think there's a lot of people in our country that sometimes feel like, well, I don't want to go to the gala. I like this organization, but, you know, like I I can't give $5,000, you know, but I could give a few hundred dollars or a hundred dollars. And Giving Tuesday makes it accessible for people to do that. Sure. Mm -hmm. No, I think that makes sense. And so, you know, there's not an easy formula to this because, you know, you've got to factor in. What kind of touch points have I had throughout the year? How recent have those touch points been? Do I feel like I'm at a position where I can do this? Am I planning on participating in my state giving day, which in, here in Colorado is the week after? So you got to factor all those things in to say, what do I really want to do on Giving Tuesday? Or maybe you turn Giving Tuesday, say you're a Colorado charity and you want to say, hey, you know what? We're going to use Giving Tuesday as the opening conversation around my Gives Day campaign, which I'm going to have on December 5th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's another idea, you know, that, that people can kind of go through. Or maybe you just say, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're not going to do anything on Giving Tuesday, but we're just going to give back as an organization. So we're going to do something amazing for our constituents, or I'm going to do something amazing for my volunteers or my donors or whatever. And so you can, you know, maybe you're just buying coffee gift cards for your major donors and giving them out and saying, you've given to us, we're going to give back to you. Yeah. Right. I like that idea. I volunteer a lot. So I really like that idea. (laughs) Thank God you didn't volunteer for me because I don't have a 
<laughs> gift card to give her. <laughs> She's not on my list. <laughs> but let's talk about like it's it's not going to be in most cases a fundraising event. Okay, and I know this is the Elevate Your Event podcast, but we also talk about other ways to raise money, and one of those could be some sort of campaign. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about the different types of campaigns that are available that a lot of charities do, or even some of the ones that we we run on the Handbid platform that I think could could apply here. A couple of ways that you could raise money, I think, is you can do a peer to peer fundraiser. Okay. And we'll talk about what peer to peer is in a second. We right? keep going. Um, you could do a text-to-give campaign. Yeah, love it. This one is not my favorite, but organizations still do it. The pledge drive. Mm. You know, yeah. Where they'll just pledge to give X by the end of the year. Yeah. I don't love that, but some organizations do. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Well, just setting up a general donation. Yes. Yeah, just an email campaign. Yes. Yeah. Lord help us, maybe a direct mail campaign. I don't love those. That was on the list, but I was avoiding it. (laughs) There are still lots of charities that do them and say they work well, and then maybe they do with a certain demographic. But all of those things where you're reaching out and then you're you're expecting some form of a response. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. and peer to peer might be a little bit different. So, um, just to kind of go through those, so just online donation campaign, maybe on your website. Maybe you have a CRM software that has a donation page and you just want to do some sort of like drive to that. Well, how can I do that? You can do that through an email campaign. You can do it through a text campaign if you have that capability, you know, or you, you could do it through a direct mail campaign. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm biting my tongue as I say that. Cause if you're anyway. going to do that, get on it because it's coming up fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but those are all different ways that you can solicit a request for donations. Okay. I would say in any of those cases, Giving Tuesday is the catalyst for the conversation, but it shouldn't be the message, right? The message Correct. is who you are and what you do. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So let's not, hey, it's Giving Tuesday. We, you know, donate to our cause. It's like, no, hey, as we contemplate on the generosity of Americans and specifically you on Giving Tuesday, we respectfully ask that you do, you know, I'm not going to write it for you, but you guys know what we're talking about. You've got to kind of come up with something that's going to tie back to your mission and your cause and where that money's going to go and what's at stake if you don't get it and all the other things that kind of go into a fundraising campaign. None of that really changes. We're just using a day as an excuse, right? Right, right. Yep. Okay. So peer-to-peer. Yes. Okay. A little bit different. Okay. Peer-to-peer, we're talking about individuals now not just sending you money, they're actually creating pages and raising money on your behalf. Those are a little bit more involved, and sometimes maybe Giving Tuesday isn't the perfect day to do those. Maybe it is. Maybe you use Giving Tuesday as a way of recruiting fundraisers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you could do that. They're going to go sign up, create a page, and then they're going to go out there and they're going to solicit requests for donations. So I can see that actually kind of working with a state day where you say, hey, on Giving Tuesday – we we want to tap into your generosity by you creating a fundraising page and then a week later pushing it out to all of your, your friends, friends and, and family, family yeah. to come donate to a cause you care about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I like about these uh, peer-to-peer fundraisers combined with a Giving Tuesday, if that's your launch day or whatever, is Giving Tuesday, <clears throat> being that it was created 2012, you know, the younger generation's are very familiar with Giving Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And so I like that 
because then you can really get the youth and families. I feel like creating a peer-to-peer can be fun for your family to do, Mm -hmm. get your kids involved, and they're telling their friends. It, It makes it fun. I think so. Yeah, I agree. I think another side to that, similar, but maybe as a company, not a nonprofit, but maybe as a company, you can say, gosh, for this holiday season, we're going to participate in Giving Tuesday and collectively we're going to select a charity and all of us or each one of you, maybe you do it departmentally and say who can raise the most, you know, within your department and then collectively we hand bid in this example is now donating X amount to an organization of our choice. Or or maybe we volunteer somewhere. Yeah. I mean, anything. Yeah. But I think it is a good way to get other people thinking about the spirit of giving, generosity. I think we don't have a lot of that in the world. (laughs) And I think think any organization can be bold about this. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously most of our listeners are organizations or charities or event planners or whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you you know, as in, in your role, Say you're, you know, development director, event planner, whatever. Maybe you come up with like, hey, here's five ways that you could use Giving Tuesday as a way to support our organization, right? Or maybe give them three, you give them five. But then start handing those out to local businesses. Yeah. And so it doesn't always have to be, oh, you could just donate cash. Maybe that's one of your five ways. Yeah. Maybe another one is you volunteer at our organization because we have a need for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe it's that you post something on social media about us you know so there's it doesn't always again have to be hey i just want a check from you um because if the goal obviously in a lot of cases the goal is to raise money but it, it might be to attract new donors increase like, visibility yeah, yes increase visibility so leverage that mm-hmm. right hey post on our behalf here's the post and make it your own and send it out and here's the graphic like yeah. hey this charity is important to me and here's why or Blah, blah, blah of Colorado supports Project Angel Heart Charity because. Right. Right. Of what they do. Right. We're, we just want to promote them and, and support them. And that's my way of giving back to them because they get that visibility through my social media channel. Right. Right. Those say, all of those things I think could work. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about text to give. Right. Because that means a lot of different things. And this might be a good opportunity to educate our, our <laughs> listeners a little bit on what text to give really is. And what it's not. What it's not. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I guess text to give, in in the historical case, that was the, you know, text. Text $10 yeah, to. Red Cross, text Red Cross to this number, and we will donate $10 in your behalf, right? And that's it. That's all it would do. And those still exist, and you see those, especially with natural disasters and stuff. You'll see that campaign that runs. Now, those were originally. And I'm going to say were, but they still do exist. Those go through something called the Mobile Giving Foundation in most cases. Okay. And what you're looking at there is not what most people are doing these days with text to give. And so we're going to talk about the difference. So, with that, okay, so you're giving through the Mobile Giving Foundation. They have a connection with like Verizon, ATT, T Mobile, whatever. Okay. Phone carrier. Yes. the, The cellular carriers. And I, Hopefully, assume most people here know who they are. <laughs> You're not on the support channel, Jeff. Rogers. So I, I, we got um, Canadian customers too. Um, we'll list them all out. Vodafone and okay. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, so in those cases, when I text 
that number and it's going onto my phone bill, a couple things have to be in place. One, my account has to have premium billing enabled. And this goes back to the days, you guys, I'm going to age myself a little bit, okay? <laughs> Which we do every day at Hambid. <laughs> you know, our Hambid staff doesn't know who the Flintstones are. I mean, it just bothers me. What? Anyway, so. Not this Hambid staff. Oh, yes. So we're looking at, like, remember the days where you would buy ringtones? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So premium billing. I buy my ringtone. Like premium billing, <laughs> I buy my like so. This is the same thing. This ten dollar thing is going to show up on my bill. Okay, well, to do that, I have to have premium billing enabled, and in a lot of these accounts these days, it's not. Mm-mm. Okay, and so when we were talking to them, and again, this this has been a few years, but it was less than fifty percent of the phones had it enabled. Okay, so now you've cut your phone, you know, available, you know, phone set people down to about half. Okay. The other thing is, is that it can take anywhere from three to five months to get your money. Okay. Wow. So, look, and you don't get a talking, large like, percentage of it. People like, will. I don't want to badmouth these carriers. They're going to shut our phones off or something. But, <laughs> but these are not the fastest people in the world. Okay, this is the phone company <laughs> we're talking about. Okay, so let's be honest. Like that shouldn't be a shock to anybody. And I will tell you that these campaigns can cost anywhere. From ten to twenty to thirty thousand dollars to get going. Now, if you're the American Red Cross and you're raising twenty million on it, that's not a big deal. Okay, most of our listeners are not. Right. So that is not what we're talking about. When we talk about text to give. That is not how it's going to work. Okay, mm-hmm. what's going to happen is you're going to work with a mobile bidding or some sort of like online donation company. Handbit is one of those. We do the same thing. They're going to have a code, a sh- what's called a short code, and they're typically six digits. Okay. And what they're going to allow you to do is have some sort of keyword response. So, you know, it will be like text. Unique word. Yeah. Project or heart or something like that, or give or give 2020 to 99192, which is our short code. And it's going to respond back with a URL, like a, like a, a web link. And people are going to tap on that. And that's going to open up a web page and they're going to fill it out. Okay. Now, you're probably thinking, well, that seems complicated and hard. I was like, well, it's not complicated and hard, but it is more work than just texting a number and having $10 show up on your phone bill. Okay, It is more work than that. There's no doubt. Now, why do you have to have them fill out a form? Well, we, A, have to know who they are. And in most cases, it's a web page. Yes. Okay, And web pages are not inherently secure. You have to log into them, especially if you're asking for credit card information. They have to be logged in. So they're going to put in their name, their email address, sometimes their phone number, sometimes but not always. Some of these platforms will require an address. Okay, They get all that in there. They're going to pick a donation level. They're going to have to type in a credit card, and they're going to have to submit that, and then its system's going to send them back an email receipt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like donating on your website. It's no, really no different, okay? But you just have to understand that most of the systems work that way because that's the best way for them to work, okay? Um, there isn't anything out there, out of the box, that's literally going to do what, you know, the MGIV or the Mobile Giving Foundation does for the low price, right? And it, it and something that's going to give you your money right away, like, Honestly, with this, we call it, at Hamby, we call it keyword response because you can customize kind of what that response is. Obviously, you could send them to a registration URL. You could send them to a ticketing URL. You could send them to a donations URL, you know, wherever you want to send them. 
Um, you have some flexibility, and you can even change that on the fly. But either way, they're going to a web page, or in our case, they could go right into our app. But regardless, right, it's not just going to show up on their phone bill. Okay, and that's actually a favor to you as a charity. Yeah, you'll you'll get your money in a more reasonable time, but also you don't have as many chargebacks. And when when you have twenty dollars show up on your phone bill six months later, most people are going to say, uh, "I don't remember that. I don't right. remember that. Take it off." Okay, well you don't get that money now. God bless you for reading your phone bill. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, that my, is true. Oh my god, my wife probably does. I like I don't flip through it, but I would probably miss twenty bucks. But you know. I would look at the total and be like, oh, that's roughly what I pay every month. That's all good. Right. But if I gave, like, say you gave three or $400, right? Oh, yeah. Not, not then yet I seven, would you got a $700 phone bill. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> so, anyway, you're right. Okay. So, anyway, so that was text to give. Yeah. There's other, like, interactive ways that you can do this. We have a puzzle thing, like, anything where it's, like, creating some sort of, like, you know, interactive campaign like yeah. so the puzzle thing we built it because we felt it was more interactive and thermometers like look we love thermometers but they're boring let's be honest okay everybody has a thermometer so this is just a different way of fundraising where i can show kind of a before and after and you really are like tying it to a project mm-hmm. right so it's like here's the before situation we're in and if you buy all these puzzle pieces as you buy them it's going to reveal the after situation so it's the Dirt field, and it's the built playground, right? Yep. Or it's the dirty water and the clean water or whatever. So anyway, those are other ideas, you know, that that might work well for you as well. Yeah, like a capital campaign type. Yeah, and to Mm -hmm. recap, I mean, so we kind of walked through a lot of these things here. You've got to decide where Giving Tuesday fits in your fundraising plan, okay? Looking at when you run your events, when you do your asks, you know, how recent was your last ask? And, and again, don't feel like Giving Tuesday means I have to go out and ask for money. Right. 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 It could be. Maybe it's like, time for you to give back. I love that idea. I know. It's a great idea. What are we doing on Giving Tuesday? How are you giving back to us? I don't <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my employees. Starbucks gift cards, we thought. Since <laughs> our hand big gives back to its employees, not its customers. <laughs> not the community. To its employees, apparently. <laughs> help me, I mean, people. Help me. <laughs> I think the audience would agree we deserve a little something-something. Uh, <laughs> Hambid will be sending out a notice that we'll be hiring on Giving Tuesday. <laughs> there will be a new producer, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys, this has been fun. I like Look, it's, it's a question we get asked about a lot. We... And everybody's like, what do I do on Giving Tuesday? It's like, um, get up, brush your teeth, take a shower. We start saying that people don't, they don't think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, there's, like I said, come up with a plan. And obviously it's, you know, depending on when you listen to this podcast, it would either be coming up soon or it would have been in the past. But either way, when you're doing your annual fundraising plan, figure out where it factors in. Yeah. If your state has a giving day, figure out where that factors in. Because that's all free media. That's free press. Absolutely. Yep. You know? um, but again, if you're running your gala the week before Thanksgiving, we get it. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you might need to adjust this a little bit. We're not saying move your gala to the spring. No. Right? We're not saying not. that either. Okay. <laughs> We're just saying, like, figure out kind of where all this fits in together. Yeah. Yeah. Any other words of wisdom, ladies? Let's read your notes. <laughs> no. I think no. you said it all. No. I no, think I we think got it all. It all. 
<laughs> yeah, I think as you know, Stephanie, she's a checker, right? So she's gonna go down the list and make sure everything's I know, checked I am. off. I we am. did. <laughs> we are awesome. I spot checked. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, look. Thank you guys. We appreciate every single one of you. Um, we wish you the best of luck on your next Giving Tuesday, your State Giving Day, or any other time. You know that you might be running a fundraiser or doing an ask. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, but until then, happy fundraising.